Oh, I had to pee oh, so me bad. Me too, dude. I've been drinking like I drank like three cups of coffee. So much coffee. Yeah, it's all the coffee. <laughs> Welcome to Let Me Finish. I'm your host, Kevin, and I'm joined by Daniel. Daniel Andrews. Um, <laughs> I just like saying your name sometimes. I don't know why, because you have like two first names, and I'm not the only person who thinks that. No, I have three first names actually, because my oh, middle shoot. name is Edward. Or yeah, something? my middle name is also a first name. Daniel Edward Andrews. People tend to get pretty Can't confused. You... <laughs> Can't they just drop a Jones in there somewhere? <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> I have like two names that don't no, even. No, my torment is names. unending. Yeah, I mean it's a good it's a good name though. It's very uh, it's very. Like, it sounds like someone. It sounds like someone who got off of the Mayflower. That's what it sounds like to me. Like, like if someone got off the Mayflower and they wrote a journal, they'd be like, "Yeah, uh, this is uh, the history of Daniel Edward and someone that died of dysentery on the Oregon Trail." Uh, yeah, someone who died of dysentery on that damn trail. Oregon Trail is so stupid, man. Oh my god, you remember when we we used to play that so much, dude? Oh, the game! The game yeah. Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. I used that. to play that. A we lot. used to play that like I, all the time. I had the really crappy old version that you just saw like a pixelated like, uh, like cart <laughs> like and, and a the horse, DOS and it would version. just go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a DOS version, and it would just like pixelated, just going forward and stuff. And you had like this one where it's like there's like graphics yeah. and stuff. And, you could like actually like shoot, shoot deer. deer and stuff. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was just a flat team. screen that the deer would just like. It was a really a gif of a deer running past the screen. You have to click on the gif, but yeah, hey, man. dude, the classic thing in that game is when you start out with all the money, and then you have to pick what you want to buy, and it's like, oh, if you buy all the shit, then um, you'll have you know a lot of supplies, but then you'll have no money if something goes wrong. And stuff like that. And then you could lose all your yeah. stuff if you cross a lake, you know? So And then I remember Genius game. Yeah, Genius. It, was, it was great. But I remember though, like <laughs> I used to you could like pick up people in the starting town. But I remember I'd pick up a bunch of people and they would all bring like just a ton of stuff, but not like good stuff. They'd bring like godfather clocks and like couches and stuff. Wow. And it would just weigh down my caravan. Like, the hell is all this <laughs> furniture doing here? You know, I was just thinking, you know, I you should make like a stream and, and like a Twitch stream and just play Oregon Trail. You should. That should be like your Twitch channel. That would be you great. Just play Oregon Trail. I think like that. <laughs> I think that could do well, actually. This is young millennial crap. Yeah. Okay. This is what young millennials <laughs> think about all the time. I think it's like Oregon Trail and back when things were good. <laughs> you know. Back before the crisis, 2004, yeah. Disneyland, you know, without the line. The golden was, age. The, the golden age, 2004. You know? oh, was, uh, phones with buttons. Phones with buttons. Phones and, with buttons uh, when the Red Sox finally broke the curse. Yeah, World I remember that, kind of. I remember you were like, oh, the Red Sox finally broke the curse. And I was like, what? <laughs> Dude. My- remember you used to make me play baseball, too? <laughs> I would go to your house and be like, okay, we have to play baseball. I'm like, why though? Well, the fucking neighbor kid you gotta. wants us to play baseball. Oh, yeah. That neighbor kid across the street. I had this crazy neighbor kid across the street who was just obsessed with baseball. 
That's all yes. he would do, and he would just throw the ball like so hard. Oh my god, that kid was obsessed. And then you're playing in the street too, so like, I feel like we just lost the ball every time we played. Basically, yeah, <laughs> just going to someone's yard down the street, and except, yeah, <laughs> you weren't you weren't able to just go and ask for the ball back in these houses. <laughs> they just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that sucks, kid. <laughs> Once you hit the ball over someone's fence, they're like, why are you fucking around with this ball, huh? I'm going to knock out a window or something? Yeah. No, I'm not giving you a fucking ball back. You know, like, that's how these people Yeah, are. I remember, like, one time I, uh, like, so, some of my, uh, some of my friends brought, like, some airsoft guns or something over, and we just had, like, oh, a little man. airsoft fight in the, uh, <laughs> in, the, in our front yard or whatever, and, like, two pellets, uh, ended up somehow on my neighbor's driveway and i'm pretty sure he had just wow. been like drinking and had a fight with his wife or something and just went out for a smoke and saw me outside and just needed something to take his anger out on or something but he's just like yeah oh my fucking get over here he's like what the fuck you got fucking bb you're just shooting <laughs> my cars with fucking airsoft guns and shit you're gonna oh break out a fucking God. window just yelling at me just like just slurring all his words <laughs> You guys are like, like ashing a cigarette in my face. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is that's some Parkside shit. Yeah. That's like that was like everyone's just angry at each other, and they just they just take their anger out on their neighbor kids and stuff. My good memories of like back there was like playing like soccer but we would just play it i don't know why we never went to a field but i'd play with my brother's friends and we would just play it in a cul-de-sac like we would just go to a cul-de-sac and then the goal was just the exit of the cul-de-sac and you would just play soccer in there i don't know why we could have just gone to a park or something but we'd always just play it in a cul-de-sac like, that's just a better game it's just soccer in a cul-de-sac it is and then football in a cul-de-sac is another club. yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are the times. But dude, okay, uh so uh obviously we're still in uh the the lockdown thing a little bit. Not that bad, but uh I got asked to move the other day. I went to a park and I sat on a bench and someone who worked from the city came up and was like, Yo, uh you you can't sit right now. And I was like, What? <laughs> and he's like, No, you can't sit and I was like, Oh, okay. Because all these people around here are sitting, so I was a little confused. He's like, yeah, but you got to just walk. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so the new rule in Seattle is you keep moving on through walking. here. Yes. You keep on moving. The, the mayor, yeah. The mayor, that's what the mayor says. They have signs that say, keep moving. <laughs> and so they, they try to make you not sit because they think that if people camp out, then it'll be worse. But okay. I don't you know. know. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I, Are you still locked down there? Yeah, we're still locked down here. We're, we're locked down pretty hard, I guess. There's, uh, apparently, there's fines now for not wearing a mask in public and stuff. Oh, weird. That's weird to me. Yeah. Well, I don't really even have a mask. Yeah, how are you even going to find a mask? That's the yeah. problem. It's really hard to find Yeah, this. dude. I mean, I have like this like little... It's not even like a mask. It's like some kind of neck warmer thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's like some neck thing, like a neck gaiter or something. And I and I guess I'll just wear that if I have to go oh, out. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like a ski mask that only... Yeah, basically. Here, right? uh, but I mean, it's yeah, like... Yeah. Well, that's not going to 
it's not gonna do anything. Yeah, I don't <laughs> you know, know. Like, I, feel like... I mean, the holes in the fabric are <laughs> easily the... big enough for the virus to just go straight through. Man- you know, okay. the mandatory mask thing. It's just bad policy because I was looking on the CDC's website and I was reading about the mask and they're like, yo, if it's a disposable mask, don't reuse it. And I was like, well, if you say like people have to wear masks in public, they're just going to keep wearing the same. Yeah, everyone has those cloth mask. masks and it stuff. It doesn't actually help because once you breathe in it, all the germs just live on the mask and then you're just shooting them out everywhere. I mean- exactly. And I think that's why, you know, they originally, their the CDC's original stance was just like, just you know what? No one's going to use the masks, right? We know that. Wear the mask if you're a boomer. That's what they said. (laughs) (laughs) That's the CDC's official stance. They're like, do we need to wear masks? They're like, "Uh, okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah, sure. You wear your mask. (laughs) (laughs) CDC is like a disrespectful, like, someone's nephew who got that job from, (laughs) you know. (laughs) That's like the CDC uh, PR person. (laughs) I get the feeling anyway. Yeah. But I feel like the mandatory mask thing is less of like an actual public health, you know, measure and more just a way to like keep the people keep people inside if they don't have masks and kind of scare people. Yeah. So that way when people are out they kind of treat it a little bit more seriously cuz they see everyone wearing a mask and they don't want to go out when everyone's wearing a mask, you know, but then like if they do go know. out, they want to stay further away. I don't know. Cause I mean, I will say like every, I was at the store the other day and this was before I actually knew that it was like, that it's like part of the thing that apparently there's a fine now for not wearing a mask. I thought it was just for like actual like employees and stuff, but I was like one of, there was me and like two other people at the store without masks and everyone else was in a mask and I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, everyone else was wearing a mask. I don't know, man. I look at San Diego's numbers right now, and I'm like, I don't know. This, you guys barely even have anything going. Yeah, on. they're really like reacting very strongly to it. Jeez, Which I mean, wow. I guess, I guess makes. I think sense. Seattle is way worse than that. Yeah, Seattle Corona. You have 111 deaths on this website. The 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 um san diego.gov website so if i look at seattle uh, my whole county has okay your whole county has 111 deaths my whole county has 400 deaths i don't know man i just feel like what's weird is that seattle like does not really take this thing that's like they aren't like going that far which is weird because you would think okay seattle's very uh liberal kind of neighborhood and you think that it seemed like these more liberal places, they're like, yeah, you know, locked down really tight and sort of overreact to it because that's the less risky option. Yeah. Uh, and then these sort of like, uh, how do I say, conservative state, they're a little like, um, whatever, take the risk, you know. It's like, be more risky, but let people do what they want because you don't want to piss them off or just like, you know. Take away the people freedom and then like you know let them be pissed off. I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels. Well, that, that's and what's kind of interesting though is that it's like so my county's actually my county's actually real weirdly conservative because yeah. So I was gonna say that it yeah it actually so it obviously it includes San Diego but it includes all the way north up to wow man something like San Clemente and pretty much from like so like probably like half of the well, more than half, like 
most of the county is outside of San Diego, like way outside. And it goes up the coast. And if you go up the coast, there's just like a ton of just rich white cities, <laughs> you know, just, just, yeah. just rich white cities on the coast. Um, and they're all very conservative. So as a yeah. county, just because of like the way that it's divided, it ends up being kind of conservative. A lot of like the voters do, but there's still like, I don't know. It's there's still, I feel like it's still like kind of like the, I don't know. I feel like the governor's or the whatever the mayor or whatever. I don't know. Whatever the county leader yeah. is, is kind of liberal, but there's like huge protests going on right now in wow. some of like the uh, okay. cities. I, I just want to say. Protesting is stupid. Is really it's stupid. stupid. <laughs> like it's stupid. It's okay. in all. It's like I said. It's but that's the thing though. Is it's in these like in these like rich white cities on the coast, and there's just I, and what's weird is it's one of them. One of the big ones for um, protesting in Encinitas. Encinitas is basically just a bunch of just rich old retired white people. Like, wow. and they're just all angry. They're like, our civil liberties are being infringed and stuff. It's just okay. crazy. Oh, I take back what I said earlier, though. I think that that's must be flipped or something. Because I thought about my parents told me that their county in Washington, which you're from, you know, that's kind of a redneck yeah. area. Um, I'm pretty sure that's more conservative. I always think that the the Southwest Washington is conservative compared to uh Seattle, I think but it uh, is. but no, I, I mean like they they have very strict. They say people are getting tickets for like going outside, and like that's not really happening in Seattle. I mean maybe it is, but I've heard zero stories hmm. about it, and I don't see. It. Yesterday I was at the beach, and like people were like walking around, and then I actually sat down because I was like, you know, I'm gonna eat something, and there was a few people sitting down, even though you're supposed to keep it moving, or whatever. And there were like two uh, SPD guys there. Um, and they were like, some of them were like walking around, but mostly they were just hanging out by their cars. They didn't care. And like, yeah. I was like right next to one. One of them was like right behind me while I was just sitting eating on the, the beach or whatever. And they were like, we're not going to tell people to like get up and go or whatever. So they didn't care. Even when I got told to move the other day when I was at the lake or whatever, and the person was like, oh, you can't sit down. They were like, you know what? Eh, whatever. Just finish whatever you're doing and then go. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Seattle is so laid back about all this stuff. Like, I'm so, like, if people keep calling me and telling me, like, oh, it's so, you don't worry about stuff. Like, my parents. Are... And I'm like, I don't know, man. I mean, it's <laughs> not much going on up here. It's pretty easy. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> my folks actually, my dad uh, messaged me as well because he lives in the same, he lives, like, down the street. Uh, from yours uh, and yeah he was talking to me he's like oh yeah I hear people are getting tickets and stuff he's like he's staying inside or whatever I'm like well I mean I've and I've yeah I've heard about that too but it's really kind of like like I said other than the masks thing it's pretty much business as usual here like otherwise I mean obviously yeah. like everything's closed down but like people are out people are about you know, yeah. I go out, there's a bunch of people just driving around and stuff. And yeah, there's like cops out and stuff, but they don't, they're just hanging out, doing whatever. They're not like pulling people over and stuff. The one thing was yeah. like, I did go out like the other night I was like, uh, I was all out of food in my house and it was like 1 a.m. No, but I was like super, super hungry. So I went to like get something to eat just like at like, I don't know, McDonald's or something, whatever. And there was no one out and there were, or there were a couple wow. cops out and I was kind of like, Okay, maybe this is the maybe this is the time where I might get a ticket. 
they're gonna pull you over. You be like, uh, Uber East driver. Yeah. <laughs> get the munchies. Yeah. Get them in their Big Mac. So that was like the one time. Just just because like when you're out there during the day, there's like a ton of people. So it's not like they're gonna yeah. pull over everyone, you know. So you're like whatever. But okay. That sounds pretty dark, but okay. But what about um the protest thing? That's that's pretty stupid. That's really me. I mean, stupid. I'm not gonna say like if you don't like this whole thing and the civil liberty all that stuff. Like okay, you know, I'm not. I don't think you can't make people like what's going on. No, right? Like people are gonna. Do, that's fine. That's fair enough. But I think uh, you know, gathering in a big group and going down to the Capitol and shouting. I feel like it's like. You're kind of just giving the other people something yeah. <laughs> to like. You're giving them, and they're a not reason. even like. What's stupid too is that the protests are like, at least like in like Encinitas. Encinitas is it's just a town, just there on the coast. It's not like there's yeah. like big San Diego government there or anything. They're just protesting like by the beach. Like, just, yeah. they're just kind of on the main street by the beach, just protesting. And it's like, okay, like, whatever. So you're saying... <laughs> they're just there yelling. Like, they're just standing in a group yelling on some random street in a town that really doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, I just... Just go home. So your argument is you guys don't have enough gas stations to hold a protest <laughs> like this. Like, the number of gas stations in this town doesn't meet the minimum requirement for a protest. You got four gas stations, and they're all different brands? Okay. All right. Go home. Go home. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, I, I can understand. I don't know. Like, whatever. There, I did get, like, an email the other day from some, like, senator's campaign or something. And, like, you know, the one thing I'll – oh, no, I got text, which I was like, yo, don't – don't don't fucking text me your fucking campaign bullshit. The fuck out of my text. I get weird texts. I hate yeah. that shit for one. But one thing like was like they were like, I don't know. They were kind of like, oh, we need to make sure that these like uh, policies that you know that once this is all over, you know, things don't like we don't allow the government to stay so strict with this stuff. Which like I'd say like that's the one stance that I can. <laughs> that I can understand people, people like being yeah. on where it's like, cause like right yeah. now I think it's like, okay, like there's a pandemic right now. Just stay inside. Just, this is just, it is ultimately for the, for the good of the people. But like, if, if at the, if once the coronavirus is over and they're still being like, you know, all up in your business or whatever, that's when I think you can start to be like, Hey government, don't do that. But like right now it's yeah. like, what, who cares, man? Yeah, I will say, okay, I'll retract again. I'll say, uh, people protesting, you know, you're trying to look out for everyone. That's fine. That's good. But, uh, you know, to find a way to do your protest that doesn't make you look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do it somehow. Be really creative. Come up with a way to protest that does, still does the social distance. And then you're actually doing like a smart protest. I feel like if, you, if you're just going to defy the whole social distance thing, then people are going to look at it and be like, well, you know, that's how it spreads anyways. Yeah. And you guys probably will get sick. So, I mean, you might as well just do it in a smart way. Yeah. People, you know, it's like I saw this public pressure this post from someone and it was like a picture of a... It was a, I think it was a post on Instagram that I saw. 
but it was like a picture of a poster that was like basically saying, oh, there's a protest, whatever, here. They're like, no face mask required, just whatever, screw the coronavirus, no social distancing, the government can't tell you what to do, come protest, and then the, the quarantine or whatever, and someone was like, oh, like, did coronavirus, <laughs> did the coronavirus write this uh, write poster this, or something? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, basically, because it's basically just, it's making like a perfect place to yeah. spread it. Yeah, it's really creating. It's just like, very self like defeating. If if you do this sort of stuff, then it then it's like it's like saying like okay, let's protest by having a football game. And it's like uh, why yeah, you know yeah. like you just meet in the middle. That's all I'm saying. Public pressure. It's a good thing, sure, but like do it the uh, try doing it in a way that makes the the virus irrelevant exactly and then you have a then you have a good point yeah and people be like oh you know fight for small victories yeah. don't just yeah okay well uh how's your zoom classes going you still uh, zoom yes classes? i'm doing zoom classes because of the pandemic uh <clears throat> it's easy right it's easy actually you said it's hard, hard. You said math is it's kind of hard i don't I don't know. I don't like online classes. I very much like the in-person kind of style teaching, learning, yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't really like it. It's not been like terrible. My programming class has been super easy because it was already easy. And I don't know the way that he grades it is kind of stupid too because it's like there's only like. It's only something like 10% is like tests, which are the only things that you can actually get like a, you know, like a A through 10%. F grade on. But everything else is like wow. projects and Pass stuff like fail. that. And it's basically, well, yeah, I mean, it's like you get like, oh, this assignment's 40 points. But I mean, as long as you do the assignment and your program works, you get 40 points. Or, oh my if, it, or if you don't turn it in, then you get zero. So it's just like... That's and half the, the, and half the projects ever. are just done for us. He basically just he just sits there in a Zoom class and just shares a screen while he writes the project. And oh. I just copy down. I told you about this before, but he's just okay. he's copy it down. Yeah, there was similar stuff. I remember in in my programming class that if you went to class, the professor would show you how to do the technique. Like they, but here's how you do recursion, and your homework is just like recursion. Yeah, with like an extra step. Yeah, so you just had to come to class and you'd know how to do the homework. But most people didn't go to class, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I could, yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's silly. The only thing I'd say the the main reason that I do like actually still I just like actually tune into the classes is just so I know where they're at because there have been some projects where like we were supposed to do a project, but they have obviously very specific ways that you want they want you to do the projects, which is kind of silly anyway for programming. But they have specific things they want you to do. So there were projects, say, like earlier in the year where I was like, oh, well, I could just, you know, like do this with the project and that would be a way simpler way to do it. But then, uh, you know, there's like, they're like, oh, but you have to use what we taught you in class kind of thing. So it's like, well, then I have to know where we're oh. at, you know. So yeah. it's like, oh. But. Uh, do you like programming so far? I mean, I love programming. I like, I I just, I you know, I just hate the classes. I hate the classes. That you get. Every time I do yeah. the classes, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, am I really doing the right thing? Do I really enjoy this? But when, as soon as I actually start programming stuff, I'm like, okay, this is actually a good time. 
I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got back into this because I, I, was, I was studying in case they do like an interview or something. And interviews, they always ask you like those like kind of like not beginner question, just like they ask you to do stuff that's like basics just, just for problem solving. So I started doing like a whole bunch of those recently. And I was like, wow, I remember when you had to do like, like, oh, find all these numbers in this list. You're like, OK, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like a bunch of puzzles. It's actually yeah. kind of cool. I, I like that kind of stuff. It's actually nice. That's at work. It's like, um, you know, uh how do I set up encryption on this port? And you're like, ugh. And I just like read an article and then, <laughs> and then you like set up some, you know, encryption and then you like, you know, deploy it. And you said, oh, it's not working. I need to call some, some infrastructure guy and be like, why the hell is the firewall not open on this port? Blah, blah, blah. It's like political. It's really yeah, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a bunch just of to get you politics. excited. A bunch of like, hey, why didn't why didn't Jorge put the put the certificate on the on the the VM? If Jorge's listening to this, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jorge never did that. That was another guy. Forgot my goddamn certificate. Um, yeah, yeah. What about math? Though? Okay, How's yeah. Math? Well, the math stuff. Math stuff is kind of interesting this is actually because well, yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. It's hard because. I feel like it's a lot the same as it is in class. Like the class itself is really not much different. But you can look at your notes. You could just have the book open because your camera doesn't show your lap, right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of actually an Could interesting you? thing because, uh, yeah, so whatever, like I said, the, the general classes are the same, but then all of the exams were obviously like, you know, standard like math exams. You come in, you have like a pencil and eraser and, uh, Calc like a not a, just a scientific calculator. You can have like a graphing calculator or anything, and that's does he it. And email you guys you, just the exam thing. Well, now what he does, he does just he... puts it up on the screen. He just shares like he has like a document cam, and he just shares it, and then he just moves it as we need it. What if like one person, like the smart kid, goes like through all the problems, and then like wants to go to the next page, and no one else is there yet? I don't know. We didn't really have that. Honestly, I feel like everyone's kind of on the same level in this class. Like everyone's like, okay. I don't know. It's weird. Everyone's kind of like slow, but I don't know. But basically they just, yeah, but yeah, there's, there was like a couple times when he was like, he'd move it along, whatever. And then and people like, go be back, like, oh, back, hey, can I back. see like question one again real quick? And I would just kind of write down yeah. the questions as I saw them and then just do them. But uh, yeah, so the... So it was kind of interesting, though, because he tried to do the same kind of, like, exam thing where he's like, you know, you can only use the scientific calculator. Uh, and it's even, he's like a very specific one. It's like the TI-30S or whatever. He's yeah. like, and then you can only have, you can't have any notes calculator or anything like fashions. that. But the issue was he would caught a couple people cheating, but then he kind of realized, too, he's like, well, I can't really tell, like, who is and who isn't. So he's like, how can he catch someone cheating? He just look at their grade and be like, you're not that smart. <laughs> well, probably like a mixture of that, but he also like would see people like doing the work and then like staring off at like something else and like looking through notes. Like, you know, you can kind of see like, you can't see the notes, but if you're like, if I'm like here and I'm doing my work and then I go over here and I'm kind of going like this, you can see that I'm probably like looking at something. So you kind of be like, I don't think it would hold up in court. You know, I don't think it, I don't think it would. But that's kind of why he was like, why he was like, well, he's like, I can't really, 
just like he's like I can't really tell who's cheating and who's not. And he's like I don't want to punch the people who are just like actually, you know, just are who are actually following the rules. So he's just like you know what? Yeah. Just go ahead. Just use notes. You can use whatever you want. It's fine. Just you know. He's like, here's a bunch of notes you can use. It's oh basically my gosh. just so now every time you do a test, you can just look at your yeah, notes. basically. But like it's but but he does like he okay. does. I mean, the notes are like for like math though. I feel like it's it's different because he does do like he assigns yeah. like specific homework problems and stuff, and he specifically assigns like does like test problems that are like they're similar. They're like you know the same kind of like idea where he's like yeah. oh you know if you're if it's about like finding the derivative of like a trig function or doing like this certain concept it's like the same concept but like different problems so you can't just copy off of your uh, stuff you you do actually have to know it I mean and the notes that he allows us to use you know they're just things like oh so that that way you. You know, like, he's like, oh, you can just use the notes to be like, oh, this is what the that formula is or that. So it's not yeah, like you we, just I, know the problems, you know. I'm pretty sure in college, most of our math classes, they let us use note. But it would be like, I think math, I know in my engineering classes, they let us do this. I think some of the math classes... You would just write down like one page. They said that was the rule. It was like you get one page, you write down all your notes on one page, and then you can, and it would just be like formulas yeah. and stuff. Well, because I feel like and I, I was, like that because like, oh, why? Who? Why the hell do you need to memorize all these formulas anyway? Yeah, especially for you like, should be able to yeah. use that. Oh, dude, in my in my programming class too. What is funny about that? It's like the professor, unlike the exams and stuff, he's literally like. He's like, like even like, like when we were in class and we would take it, he'd be like, "Well, you can use your book, your notes, or you can use like uh, what is like C dot com or something. It just has all the documentation of like the uh, okay stuff. Um, sure. And uh, and he so he could actually like you know while we were in, if we were in class, he could actually you know make sure that we're not doing anything weird or whatever but he literally said like when we went online he's like oh the test will be released because he's like because you guys can just cheat and he's like and i don't care because the truth (laughs) is when you're programming half of it anyway is just google stuff like that no he didn't say that but he did say he's like so you can just cheat so it's whatever it's fine it's like the test will be easy or like okay yeah dude (laughs) like (laughs) Which, I mean, I guess, like, there for programming, go. I guess, I'm like, I guess that kind of makes sense because realistically, you're not just going to memorize every single thing about every single language, you know? No. Yeah. You're like, how many bytes are in a are in a Boolean? You're like, uh, Google it just, for a yeah, just damn it. Real quick. <laughs> uh. <laughs> just going to Google that. Um... Oh, it says it depends. Okay, okay yep, yep. <laughs> write, write that down in the text. <laughs> Answers may like, vary. Turn the question back on you. <laughs> What's your virtual machine look like? You know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of bullshit like that. I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's fun, though, going back to old school uh, loops and stuff. And, uh, the kind of riddles. Uh, that, that's what you're like, okay, yeah, programming. But, like, just for um, just for these sort of, like, 
kicks kind of things you know you just like it's like uh how do you get these numbers out of this list yeah <laughs> like, it's so weird to do that for me just after like not doing it in so long and then now i do it and i'm like okay yeah i have to remember all this you, have, you get just all these like weird little like tricks and stuff kind of that you have to use yeah which always that's why it always feels so good when you like finally get it working you're like oh yeah and you just do like some kind of pull some funky little tricks to like get what you need yeah, and then um, it's just funny to then, like be working in like like regular um, just actual like enterprise software, and you just like you don't really do much. <laughs> I mean, like you just like reading some documentation and just assembling yeah. stuff. I don't know. Well, I feel like it, with the enterprise stuff too, it's like you want you're not going to be changing a lot because. <laughs> the, uh, I'll say the hard part is when you have to like work on enterprise software and you have to work with like other people and other people want to do things this way and you have to like get people to kind of be on the level and just getting everyone to be on the same team doing something like programming is hard. Like I think if you're like all, you know, working in a real job and you're all on the same team, you can kind of like talk about stuff and you're doing the job and but like programming it's like man everyone's just doing their own thing it's so hard to get everyone yeah. like on the same page like, don't do it that way and then you have to like share each other's things and like why did this guy do like this and like, that part's so weird yeah but, yeah yeah that's weird but it it's all right um but anyways i was gonna say um the classes and stuff i heard a lot of people are doing gap years because they're just not interested in the uh zoom class for you know 50 grand a year yeah i mean (laughs) a legal school can wait (laughs) yeah no for me thankfully i'm i'm at community college right now so i feel like it's like eh, it's it's not a big deal because yeah it's like it's a community college yeah you go online in person there's really not gonna be a lot of difference this is probably better but yeah but if i uh yeah no if i was like at like a four year that I was like, you know, had worked hard to get into. And then I was then they're like, hey, yeah. you're just going to do this online. I'd be kind of like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, what's good, though. I just checked my student loan the other day and they're like, oh, you're in forbearance. You don't have to pay loans during the coronavirus. So I'm like, oh, nice. OK. And so my loans are all frozen. And I was like, hey, this is nice. I'm just not going to. Then I thought, well, shouldn't I just pay it, though? Because I'll just owe the same amount. Yeah. And it'll just be like longer more time will go by but uh i have to figure that yeah. out I'm not a financial well i don't advisor. think it'll hurt just like, you to not pay it just means i mean you'll because it just means i'll be paying it longer though you, well yeah i mean but it won't be they can't i don't there's know like a thing where because it's also like other payments there's a lot of payments that are frozen right now and they can't charge like interest on it either yeah so it's not like true. you'll be paying more you're just gonna be but i sh- i feel like i shouldn't take advantage of this because I'll just end up paying them for more time. Yeah. But I guess I might as well. It's like a free pass. It's up to I should you. just take it. I mean, you'll pay them now. You'll but pay that just them later. means I'll be. It's all the same. I'll just pay them like. I'll just be like finishing my loans like. Uh, yeah. After because. Uh, I mean. But I'll save money. Yeah. I mean. Save money now. You'll save money now. I, it money makes is... most sense for people who are like actually out of work right now because there are some people that are like yeah. out of work, out of work right now. I feel like I should say that money. Is probably more expensive right now than it will be in 30 years when I finish paying my loan, right? Because like inflation or whatever. So money's probably 
more expensive now and in the future money would be less expensive that's true. so i should save the money now and spend it in the future okay yeah there you go. yep that's financial advice but i'm not a financial not advisor, financial so. advisors <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, yeah money is gonna be less it's gonna be the same amount it's not like yeah but i don't know and then so they're not charging kind of that's sure well it inflates and stuff and then especially yeah. after they do all this bailout stuff then the money become worth like less money, and the money you have in the bank account become worth less too. It's just like, I, I, yeah. Anyways, no financial garbage. So I've been watching a lot of Netflix. That's how I've been getting okay. through this. You've been watching anything Lots of Pacific Netflix. on uh, Netflix? Yes, I've been watching a lot of Pacific things on Netflix. So I've been, I've been, <laughs> I watched a show called Waco. Um, that sounds familiar. That's an amazing show, dude. Have you seen that? Oh my god, Waco! It's great. I don't. I guess it was like a it was something. There's something called the Paramount Network, which is like a pay for cable or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, they had this show called Waco, full of actors you've never heard of, who are all really good for some reason. <laughs> like I don't understand. It's like this weird thing where every single person in the show is someone you've never heard of, and they're all like really good. It's so weird. Sometimes that's how it is, yeah. though. When you don't know who they are, it's better. Sometimes like it's better well, if it's Brad Pitt. You're like, like oh, it's Brad I know Pitt. Who that is. Yeah, like that. That's that guy. I just know that guy. But when you have no idea, they're like that just character, works. just obscurity. Yeah. Except for Michael Shannon, because I recognize I don't him. Know who that is from uh, Shape of Water. He's really good. But this is a show about. Uh, I guess I should give is it a like a Western people. No, so I thought it was something like that. I wasn't into it at first, but it's a show about a religious. It's a true story. There's a religious cult. They live in this like compound. Yeah, have you heard Mm -hmm. of this? So they lived in this compound in Waco, Texas, and they were just doing their own thing. And then the ATF kind of uh, got tipped off on them because they were buying a lot of firearms. Because in their religion, they believed in like the like revelations, all this sort of like Bible prophecy stuff, like a doomsday, and they thought kind of. Yes, a doomsday cult, exactly, yeah. So they thought that there would be some doomsday, and they were trying to prep. So they're buying all these firearms, and then the ATF saw it and thought, oh, these people must be, like, anti-government or something. Um, they're they're going to go out and do something crazy. Uh, but it was more like they were just buying firearms because they thought that the end of the world was about to happen. So yeah. <laughs> it was like a defensive move, okay? So the ATF... Uh, I won't give anything away, but the ATF moves in really fast on these people and they decide to go very hard and fast with them. And there's a couple other departments involved, FBI and HRT and stuff. So it kind of becomes like a quagmire where the, the they show you like the government agencies move really fast on it and try to sort of like push these people to surrender. And these people who are previously just peaceful and doing their own thing um they end up becoming really defiant and resistant and it just it just becomes such an intense situation and it follows like there's a negotiator for the fbi who's in the middle and he's trying to get a peaceful resolution to the whole situation and it just show you how challenging that is when you have like the government agencies on one side pressuring because they just want the w and they just want to say like oh we got these people um, who are going to do some terrorism or something. And then the other side, you have the other people who just are really into their own kind of weird cult logic. And um, But the more they get pushed, the more they're like, oh, uh, the government 
is attacking us. This must be the yeah, end of like, the world. The- <laughs> and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where they're like, oh, they're coming after us because we're believing in this religion. And then, so the more they push them, the more they want to dig in because they think that's what they're supposed yeah, to do. But then the more they dig and in, the more the they want to defiant. They yeah, become. So, yeah, yeah. So they start defending themselves and using their weapons, and then the people on the other side are like, "Oh, they're attacking us!" And, but and then it gets really into. I'm gonna pause for this plane. It gets really into the the uh, the ethics of the situation. Some of the stuff the FBI does in the show is really questionable. Like uh, they do some really extreme things to these people, and it just like blows your mind. And there's a true story. That's like the whole time I, I couldn't stop yeah, watching it's, the show. It's, all, it's real. Like, it's a real thing that happened. I mean, so this isn't a giveaway, but there's a point in the show where there's like tanks involved and i'm like oh it's crazy (laughs) like imagine nowadays imagine nowadays if there's someone some crazy person shows up somewhere like do they drive a tank down (laughs) to knock you know on your door i don't know yeah it's crazy i don't know i think that there must have been laws or something i feel like they don't use that kind of force on people or maybe they do but i haven't seen anything like that recently so uh yeah yeah, this was like this was crazy they basically just use like military force on uh and these people living in Waco, and it just it just becomes a quagmire. So it's a great show, highly recommend. Yeah. And uh, I'll have to check that. And out. And I started watching. I start. Well, what are you watching? Are you watching anything? No. On okay, that's <laughs> good. But I'll just tell you one more. Uh, so I'll give another one. Uh, this is also so I just watch whatever's trending. They have a so Netflix does this top ten now, uh, which is really cool. So I just watch whatever's on the top ten because I'm a I'm a Consumer. you know so. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I'm a simpleton. <laughs> so I I watched uh, there's this other show called uh, Outer Banks, and it's like it's really terrible. It's a it's like a show with a bunch of um, like basically like 25 year olds, and in the show they're all acting like they're 16. Nice, but even when they act like they're 16, they act like they're like 21. So. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So are they supposed like, to be 16 about... in the show? Their characters? Yes. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes. It's about a bunch of 16-year-olds who live on an island with no adult supervision. And they go and hunt for treasure. And there's a bunch of mayhem and murder. But every time someone gets like shot at or something, they all just like laugh it off and then go party. And it's <laughs> it feels like a show from like the 70s that yeah. just somehow got... It's so tone deaf and like stupid, but I don't know. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty like I only play it so I can have something in the background while I'm cooking or yeah. something, and then I'm like doing my programming exercises, and then I'm looking up and like You're like oh, oh man, man this, this so show, <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so funny because it like the whole show I actually thought that it's about adults, but uh, there's one of the characters part of the storyline is that they're trying to put him in foster care or something, so he's running from the foster care. He's what? like, he's like. He's like six three. <laughs> I mean, in the show, he lives by himself, and like, he, I mean, he drives. It's like this guy's like twenty five or twenty six. Yeah. Like, why are you making a show about him being put in foster care? He's obviously an adult. Okay, like, dude. And then later in the show, on like the fourth episode, one of them's like, "Yeah, I, I can't do this. I'm only sixteen years old." And I was like, "What the?" It's like they have to have like a I mean, moment in each episode where they remind you that they're 16 years old. When they say old. they're age, 
they keep talking about stuff like we can't go there we don't have any like money or something like that and i'm like these are all like grown-ups like acting like they're kids <laughs> oh we're late for school and you're like <laughs> you go to school what the hell <laughs> They're all like they're all just like you know. It's so this is like I feel like Netflix is trying to do their. Um, actually, I have a bit of a theory. So I think Netflix is putting out a lot of shows that are really like teen, like focused and like you know beach, uh, you know summer weather sort of stuff. They put out another show called Too Hot to Handle. It's just about people. Um, it's like a dating show or something, but it's just it's just like one of those things that you do for attention. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those shows where it's badly written and it just has a bunch of like social media bites in it. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's one of those sort of things. And then they have a lot of these sort of very. I think what happened is Netflix was like, oh, so many people are watching Netflix right now. We got to dump more Pretty content, much, yeah. so we're gonna start looking at our summer content and dumping it early because you got to keep content. That's probably what's going yeah. on. I because. It's shows that look like summer shows, and they're just dumping them early because they're they're trying to fill the, the fill pipeline. The yeah, yeah. I think that's what's going on. They had a great quarter too, so they just. I think they're, they're just taking everything in, in their pipeline. Right and, yeah, they're just. I think they're just taking everything in their release pipeline and just putting it out like one a week, because uh, I've noticed they've had like a weekly weekly release now for pretty much every week. And uh, it looks like summer shows. I mean, you know, Colton, Texas, uh, dating show on a beach, classic summer teams stuff. running around. Yeah, classic summer stuff. That's what it is. It's uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> I mean, those bastards. <laughs> early content release. God damn it! So that means you'll have a bunch of Christmas shows soon. <laughs> you'll start seeing like just holiday Hallmark movies. <laughs> Holiday movies on Netflix will just start coming out because they're like, hey, we gotta give the fucking dumb shits more content to watch. <laughs> I'm one of those dumb shits, though. Aren't we all? I just, I, I just let it run, man. I'm like, fuck it, let it run. I had nothing yeah. to do. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing after this? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play one of these these stupid. Uh, I'll go find that season of Jeopardy that's on there and go get that. We got to make sure it's all in my plate log, you know? <laughs> Someone's got to make a job where you just get paid to watch Netflix. Someone's got to do that. It's probably somebody. Like kids. Yeah, no, they've got to make that. Someone that watches these shows. To I, I, Is there I, anyone that watches these shows to make sure they're good enough for Netflix? Well, no, I mean, like, <laughs> but I mean, like, massively. Oh, okay. Like, crowdsource. Like, uh... Like, it's basically like UBI, but you just have to watch Netflix to qualify for it. So it's like, kind of like the Trump bucks that they were handing yeah. out. Like, hey, every hour of Netflix will give you like 20 bucks. And that's how you keep people inside. There you go. <laughs> you like, you just have to be watching Netflix to get the money. I mean, you just force people to stay home and watch Netflix. <laughs> that's brilliant, dude. That's brilliant. All right. I'm running for president that. now. Yeah. Here's the idea. We make people watch Netflix and we pay them to watch Netflix. So they stay home and they watch Netflix. And we have that continue watching thing show up every 30 minutes just to piss them off. Just to keep going (laughs) so they can't just go do something else. Yeah. (laughs) So they can't do something else. Literally just watch. Get the 20 bucks. You know, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I would do it. At least they're doing something productive. Are they? (laughs) 
Are they pumping up the Netflix numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's gonna make money off of that. <laughs> that's really my theory. I mean, uh, that's all I got. I haven't done much. I haven't even gone to the grocery really. I've just been. Uh, I went to the laundromat. Mm. That was a thing. Yeah, that was pretty much it. That's my week in a nutshell. That's my two weeks in I a went, nutshell. Yeah, we missed I a went week. to the grocery once, and that's my yeah, that's my two weeks. It? We just got to talk about grocery stories on the, the rest of the podcast that we recorded. This week at the grocery. This week at the grocery store. <laughs> they got the fucking hand sanitizer, but now it's four twenty nine instead of three twenty five. Where will so, it end? Fuck that. Where will it end? Five dollars for hand sanitizer. That better be buy one get one. <laughs> oh, it is buy one get one. Okay. okay, but that's still too much. I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> you my civil liberties god damn it Parallel. you know i had all these um this is not even a story this is just like i had all these uh you know bed bath and <laughs> it's bath and body works, bath, oh, bed, you know bath, store? And body works yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know the name i was they're too similar i always mix them up uh, too. i always combine them bed bath and beyond and bath and body works so unfortunate that they name it like that man imagine malls right now malls are just empty and the stores are just like shut down i have a friend that works that's crazy right at a mall and he's just like yeah i don't know when i'm gonna be going back to work because that's just crazy when are they gonna open you know it's just the perfect place that's gonna be the last place that's the last place like the last place dude if i ever get sick it's because i went to like an outlet yeah like malls and like that's a true story yeah yeah, for real. I mean, well, gyms actually, so that's weird. They put out a phase plan for reopening, and gyms was uh, on the phase one. They said, oh, we're going to reopen gyms. I think what they thought was, oh, gyms are larger. They're not like bars. You're not like cramped yeah. in there. But um, but and people should exercise, so it's essential. But then, you know, people are sweating and touching stuff, so you're going to get it. So they said gyms can open if they follow the strict um like hygiene and yeah. you know, distancing so i feel like it'll be really shitty though because the gym will open and they'll be like only five people yeah. can be in at a time and every time you run out of yeah, machine yeah, you know like, those, wipe it those down like and... power lifters that spend like three yeah. hours on the squat rack are gonna for get real. there like at 5 a.m and just be there for yes like seven hours and they're just gonna take up a slot yeah yeah. And they're going to be like, every time you touch something, you know, they give to wipe it down, like all the corners of it. You know, like the dumbbells and stuff. I never like wipe yeah. those down very much. And now I think like that's something I'd have to do. I have to wipe down like the whole thing. I just wipe down like, the benches. I call it good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real though. I don't even use the benches because I hate wiping yeah. down shit. Like I fucking hate wiping down shit. So I stopped using the benches. I looked up how to do all the things without sitting down. <laughs> I do everything with just standing up because I'm like, yeah, fuck that bench. I'm not going to do that. That's the only reason I didn't why come I here to clean. I didn't come here to wipe down your bench. <laughs> I mean, also I go to a small gym. They only have a few yeah, benches. So it's always if, up. if people use them, it just takes me a long time. Yeah. That's that's it. I mean, uh, the the gyms could open. The malls are fucked though. That's never coming back. I don't know. That's about that. gonna be a long. I don't time. know how you're gonna do that. Yeah, I mean, at some point, I mean, I guess they're just gonna be like, well, whatever. People are gonna get sick, and uh, maybe by then yeah. they have a vaccine. <laughs> the statement, even if you have a vaccine, I mean, the statement from the Las Vegas mayor that wants to reopen things. <laughs> oh yeah, she said, "This is death great. is a part of life." <laughs> 
oh my god and then she said i don't gamble while she's gambling with like reopening <laughs> it's like aren't you taking a big chance yeah. by reopening isn't that gambling with people <laughs> all right well, one last story though uh which i forgot about um have you heard about kim jong-un yes yes have you heard or... what have you heard have you not heard about Kim Jong-un more oh. like? Because North Korea is being uh, very secretive about what is going on with <laughs> Kim Jong-un right now. Uh, it's a sort of secret where you don't tell anyone and then everyone talks about yeah. it. <laughs> They're like, Kim Jong-un is fine. Nothing happened at prom. Nothing yeah, happened. Like, what happened at prom? <laughs> <laughs> Just want everyone to know he's okay. And everyone's he like, didn't? what? We didn't, we didn't ask. Kim but... Jong-un's not dead. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Said anything about that? We've been talking about Kim Jong-un in, in a, like years now. What have you read though? Like what, what have you, cause I'm not even sure. No. So basically, yeah, what I've read is that, yeah, there's been no official statements on what's going on um, from oh. North Korean state media obviously but apparently u.s intelligence said that he had he had a surgery which i think was something that may have been addressed by uh the state um media did korea korea said anything in korea i think i think something but they they basically said he's like he's recovering fine or something but Basically, the, what about the, US the U.S. Intelligence, intelligence is like, well, we don't think he's recovering fine. They have something that's telling them that he's, uh, they may, he might he's either dead or dying, possibly. Might be on ice. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. so they're just kind of like, we're not really sure. But the truth is, what's hard is that it's like, we won't really know for sure until North Korea actually comes out and says something. Because apparently a similar thing kind of happened with uh, his... Um, father i think it was his father that was kim jong-il kim jong-il basically he was like he was uh well ill for a while and then (laughs) that's low (laughs) how can you make a pun like that sorry sorry kim (laughs) jong-illist licensed to ill (laughs) oh okay i think uh I think a bomb just flew over my yeah. house. <laughs> I can hear it coming right now. The drone strike. <laughs> but uh so yeah, they basically basically he uh he died and uh it wasn't until like a little bit afterwards that they were like that the state media actually said anything and anyone actually knew and then, you know, Kim Jong un came and he was and stayed in his place pretty soon after that. So it could be that they're trying to kind of sort out who's going to take his place or something, and they're just not going to say anything until they actually get someone to take his place or something. Uh, what do you think is going to happen next? What's your theory? I don't know. I, I mean, that, God, that's a, honestly the extent of what I know. I think that I think uh, they probably are probably trying to scramble to see who's... Because something like, you know, a, a dictatorship needs like a leader and has to have like a strong dictator so that you can't just have a dictator die and then be like he's dead guess we'll find someone else no you have to be like well the other one died so now this one's in charge and this guy's in charge and this is the guy that's in charge of everyone everyone listen to this guy 
So they're probably just trying to kind of sort out, figure out what they're going to do to replace him. And then, Have you heard about his sister? No, I haven't. Oh, man. Her name is... um, oh, I forget. Let me look it up. Um, I remember because I was Googling this last night, later last night. Kim Jong-un's sister. Kim jong And she was trending, and I was trying to figure out sister. So they said that his sister might take over, which I think is uh, it's interesting. Um, yeah, sister is a uh, well. Wait, he has multiple siblings. Kim Yo Jong, Kim Yo Jong. Um, I guess she would be wait. Kim Jong Un, his sister is Kim Yo Jong. So I guess she'll be <laughs> she'll be Kim Jong Do's. <laughs> um but uh she's uh so she's like around 30 she studied uh computer science in sweden and um she was at the olympics so if you remember his sister you might remember there was a blip during the olympics like a long time ago um i don't even remember which olympics it was but there was this one olympics where she showed up and then it was all over the press and like oh look his sister she looked like a normal person and stuff um but uh, I also read that uh, she uh, she worked at the propaganda department or something mm. in North Korea, mm. so she might just be another it's another uh, more yeah. of the same. But I mean, you know, looking her up, like she doesn't really look like someone. You know those pictures of Kim Jong Un where he's like he's like pressing the button to like test a nuclear missile, and he just looks like he just looks like a big fifth grader yeah she doesn't look like that kind of person like they would take pictures of her like oh testing this nuclear missile like she doesn't look like that kind of person Maybe she's she like the mastermind behind it all right she looks smart that's what i'm saying yeah. she looked very smart um and kim jong-un never looked smart <laughs> no no right i don't okay. know if he ever was he, he always looked like like the boy prince yeah or something yeah okay i don't i know i think like it's i feel like there is a good possibility he was just kind of like a pawn in it all and he was just kind of you know there is like yeah a head, you know which i mean it's, it's probably necessarily like, like uncommon you know there's a lot of points where like just a dictator dictator dies or whatever but then like you know and then obviously like they have to put someone in their place they put like their kid in their place or something but everything's already kind of established, you know. The dictatorship is already there. The government's yeah. already kind of running itself. And there's probably more like there's other people that are really truly running it, you know. Yeah, I believe that. I believe he's so like, even though like, you know, they're a secluded nation, he's just so like kind of behind the curtains already. Yeah. Like, he just seems like a figurehead. He's not like Adolf Hitler or Mussolini. They love being, like, the center of attention and making a big speech and doing all their, exactly. you know, posturing and stuff. He's not that guy, no. you know. You don't hear him making big, strong statements. You see him, like, he kind of does, like, pussy shit with Trump all the time. And you're like, this guy's just, like, a figurehead, I feel like. Yeah, no, I, I think mean, that he's not. He was never really, like, the big bad dictator i'm not saying he was some kind of good person he, i mean he's the figure of a government no. that does terrible things but he really doesn't seem like he's in control of anything no yeah no yeah i i agree 
I, I don't know. We'll see. His sister, they say, could be worse, but uh, I, she looks much smarter. Yeah. Than him. Well, I think that could be why she could be worse. <laughs> She's smarter than him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll see. She's. I mean, yeah. She has some. <clears throat> she has some pretty good uh, education, I guess. Man. Not really sure, but who knows? I mean, I do think that they'll just install some person. If it's not her, it'll be like a clone of uh, Kim Jong Un. Like they'll have like a literal clone <laughs> that looks like inbred or something. Just, like, like it's Kim Jong Un. Weekend at Bernie's. Him. <laughs> Throw he some has, sunglasses like, on him. <laughs> just dangle him up. <laughs> Why does he have eleven fingers? Uh, the heart surgery, you know. <laughs> It just we had to give him an extra finger. Yeah, <laughs> just some like fucked up shit that's just ungodly will happen. <laughs> I swear. I don't know. I I I feel like, I feel like maybe he's not dead. But uh, we're hearing a lot of stuff. Like it sounds like China sent uh, surgeons up there, and um, they're saying it's heart surgery. Mm. They also say coronavirus. Uh, if coronavirus did spread to north korea from china or something um i don't know i feel like they probably wouldn't have the resources to do anything about it but uh you don't think it would spread that much but maybe it did maybe i mean they're obviously they're not gonna release i don't think i mean korea korea north korea never really released any kind of real numbers they said we don't have any coronavirus and that's the extent that's it. That, yes. that was their statement on the coronavirus situation there. So you don't know. But I mean, the I think, thing is, like, Kim Jong-un has had health problems for a while yeah. now. So, I mean. Okay. Then that's probably it. Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not a huge surprise, really. So, like, I was pretty sure that he would, it's probably something that was pre-existing. It could also be coronavirus because that tend to be you get pre-existing condition and you get coronavirus. Yeah, the whole erectile interesting. thing. Yes, also. <laughs> but, you know, interesting enough, you know it doesn't cause a comorbidity or uh, whatever? It doesn't correlate? <laughs> Smoking. They say smokers are not dying of coronavirus. And everyone's like, Thank oh, God. what? Yeah, they say people who smoke, uh, they don't, they, I don't know if they don't get it, but they say they don't, they don't seem to, it doesn't correlate with uh you know dying at they at least, least don't have a higher mortality fatality rate i guess yeah that's cool and people thought they would because their lungs are shitty uh yeah i might possibly have like a rest you have 50 year old lungs i have so. bad <laughs> lungs i have like so actually you're in that bad range lungs. but i, <laughs> I had the I had bad lungs before i was smoking then i smoked for a while i quit smoking and now i still have bad lungs they probably yes. worse than before but i don't know funny how that works <laughs> But no, they say that it worked like this. They say that you, you're uh, when you get the uh, coronavirus and then your case goes really bad, it's because of some inflammation, especially in your abdomen or something. And that's what tends to lead to the deaths. And then they're also saying that that inflammation is uh, agitated by people who have like diabetes. And then they said, oh, hmm. guess what country has really high diabetes rates and also is having really high fatalities. America. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting America. too because uh smokers a lot of... are skinny. That's why they said that's that. true. They said smokers don't have diabetes a lot of the time. 
and then they don't find a big fatality and they started to think that's part of it is that the smoking also smokers don't have big weight and then they don't have that inflammation and then they don't die from coronavirus and and that it could be the diabetes is a big pre-existing condition that caused it to uh have a bad reaction that could be interesting i mean that so that could actually then i mean applying that to the whole north korea situation if he were to get right coronavirus he would be very susceptible because <laughs> a big part of his health problems has been his obes- uh, has been his obesity <laughs> he's a big a big, he's a big daddy <laughs> big papa big papa big papa <laughs> he's yeah <laughs> just a yes. orbital strike lining up in my house right now <laughs> he rides his bike with no handlebars. That, <laughs> He's tipping on his four fours. <laughs> Whatever. What How does that song mean? go? How does that song go? I'm yeah, still, still tipping, tipping on, on four fours. Wrapped in hoes or something. Wrapped in four whores, I guess. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Still tipping. They literally That's have a. Fun. They have. There's a line where, uh, what is it? Paul Wall says, "I'm crawling similar to an ant, ant because I'm low to the <laughs> earth." <laughs> like, <laughs> remember when rap was like poetry? Yeah, <laughs> it's like bad poetry that someone wrote. <laughs> Dude, do you listen to rap still? I was just listening to Juice World yesterday. Oh. Juice World. Juice World. I don't know. It was trending on YouTube. <laughs> I told you I listen to stuff that whatever's on the top trending. ten. I listen to some sometimes. But do you listen to these new millennial artists? I guess. I don't know. I mean I listen to Vince Staples sometimes. He's a millennial. Does he count? But I don't think he really counts. He's not like Juice World. I'm talking about like Juice no. World or uh, Travis Scott or no. uh, Travis Scott's very popular. No. You know, he the, yeah, he had that Fortnite very concert. popular. Astro he did a concert World. on Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> like crazy stuff like that. He's like the he's, that's what the kids are into these days. Yeah, I and uh, literally never like like never even I couldn't even name a song by him. Maybe I heard him, I just didn't even know it was him. I think know? I listened to that one song that he had like five years ago and i was like wow this is this is a pretty good song okay and then i didn't listen to anything else by him at all ever again yeah yeah all that kind of like there's all those uh i don't even know how to name other ones like uh those are the only i wouldn't even know the names of of uh hip gen z artists yeah i don't know yeah juice world had a good song though i would say it's a good song i was like yeah this reminds me of like t-pain yeah because it's all just it's auto-tune and stuff it's a hell of auto it sounds just like singing through a you know synthesizer and then you know that's a lot of it now man yeah but really emo really it's like a big thing of like emo rap right now like like just just singing about xanax and stuff and it's like okay yeah all right that's the song yeah dude (laughs) you're like and then like, rappers used to sing about like strip clubs and tipping on full foes. <laughs> now they just sing about like anxiety and medication. Yeah, pretty like, much. <laughs> what does this mean? I don't know, dude. It's changing. Gen it's Z, changing, dude. 
this is why I don't trust Gen Z though. I still like I mean, follow uh, Fifty Cent on like Facebook and just watch all like the just getting ghetto fucking videos that he posts. He's dude. <laughs> he... Fifty Cent is still so ghetto. I love it. Like he's <laughs> just really ghetto. So ghetto. It's so great. He just still like he just like he just posts like a video. He just has these like weird like f- shoes that he just like bought to like matches like lamborghini or whatever and he's just like talking about he's like fuck yeah he's like got these fucking shoes and shit the fucking lamborghini and there's just some like guy shouting in the background hyping him up and he's just like it's like he he just just never changed never changed he's just the same guy that's just been someone needs to come get their dad just being ghetto (laughs) since he fucking forever dude it's so funny oh my god all right all right well, I think that does it. I think so. I think we hit all the I things. I think we did all the things. Uh, so, but tune in next week to hear about uh, the grocery store. Yeah, we'll talk about the oh, grocery boys. store and all the crazy we'll stuff we the grocery seen store. there. Top 10 on Netflix. <laughs> uh, hey, yo, we, we didn't talk about the Battlefield thing. Oh, yeah. We should say something about that. Battlefield is dead. Battlefield 5. he killed Battlefield. They officially announced... That Battlefield Five, the latest entry in the Battlefield series, uh, will get one final content update in probably like June, is what they're shooting for, mm. and then after that there will be no more content, which is interesting because it was pitched as a live service game. Uh, What's a live service? Live service basically means that so. Like the old model for releasing games, or like the standard model, is that you release a game. You maybe give it a little bit of content, but you pretty much release like a full game, give it a little bit of extra content, and that's it. And you just, you buy the game and you get the game. But the live service aspect is that, so they buy Battlefield Five, and the idea was that it's like throughout, as you play it for the next like, say five years, you know, they'll just keep releasing more content for it. They'll do new maps, new weapons, uh, different updates and stuff. So it's just constantly kind of changing and evolving and it's like, just it just increases the longevity of the game. And they know. did say, they said, uh, I don't know, like a couple months ago, they like specifically said, they're like, we, we have plans to keep the live service aspect going for another like year or two or something. They promised like a year or two more of live service. And then, yep, uh, a couple months later, they're like, okay. We're just going to do one final patch or one final content update, and that's going to be it. And then I, I think that whole model is really stupid. That sounds like something that, that, that like a software engineer would come up with. Yeah. Like, oh, instead of working really hard on a good product, let's just make a shitty project, and then let's just update it every six That's kind of why people really didn't like Battlefield Five because that's basically what it was. It was like super rushed. It wasn't complete when they released it. And then they kind of thought they could just patch it together to make it better as it went, yeah. but it never got better. It just kind of stayed the same. And it had a lot of really good uh, potential, but it just never was fully realized. Yeah, that's what software is now. It's just like you, you don't even like make good software. You just make like garbage software, try to beat other people to the market, and then just keep updating. And they're like, oh, it's so agile. Yeah. Just keep adding update, but... Also, like people see your brand and think it's like 
just fucking trash and then like yeah <laughs> and that's a, like programming languages die because of this because they just want to push out some uh some shitty framework and then just try to update it into being good and disappear into obscurity yeah you know, that's a, yeah no that's that's been like a big thing lately is like a similar thing happened with like oh man uh fallout 76 a couple that years was ago. yeah that was bethesda's attempt thing. at live service just terrible yeah horrible i was so interested in that and then once it came out i watched a review of someone like falling through the floor or something and i was like it's really bad i played it and it was it was terrible it's terrible terrible like and this that game so that game released what two years ago and i was just talking to someone and uh that i was playing they're like oh it's finally good because they actually play it for some reason they're like it's finally good they finally added in Two years later, two years after the game is released, they're like they actually that. added in all the stuff that people want. No, like NPCs and, and quests oh. and an actual storyline and stuff. The, the things that Fallout is like known for. They're like they finally added it in. Now it's actually pretty decent. I'm like, wow, that's too bad they couldn't have just done that two years ago when they released the game. Yeah. Dude, that's software I think is ruining games. I think people started looking at like games like it's like a like it's you know, like a Zoom or like a Skype. Yeah. Like they like, just create the software, people will just use it's it. It's all about a service. Like utility, you know? And we'll update it. That's so stupid though. That's not how games are, you know? Yeah. They need a perfectionism to come back. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like Halo. Make a good game, you send it out, and you send out a good product. Make games Halo again. Just give me a new Halo. Yeah. <laughs> just just be a perfectionist on a product, and then release it when it's good. Yeah. Don't just throw some shit at the... Just because you're good at you know how to do this pipeline, and it's really low effort to just push updates. Like People don't go for it. It doesn't work. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Battlefield Five. I feel like it's such a failure. It was, man. <laughs> I still play it, but last time we played it, there was only like a couple of people. <laughs> people just leave the server, and yeah. like they would just have <laughs> just crazy. Like, whichever the team bleeds players less, yeah. Yeah. whichever team is left standing <laughs> with actual yeah. people still on the team. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Just by not quitting, just by you not win. quitting, you win exactly. <laughs> or maybe when you quit, you win because you play a different game. <laughs> Oh man, it's you know it's bad though because they're they have like the same player numbers as Battlefield Four. Battlefield Four was released in twenty fourteen, oh, so yeah. six years ago. A six year old game Jeez. has the same amount of players as uh, the current Battlefield title. What was that Battlefield we used to play? Uh, like at your house? Oh, the one uh, Battlefield. 3. Yeah, that was three. It's Battlefield 3. Wow, I thought that was 4. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know that was 3. I thought that was 4 the whole time. <laughs> yeah. No, Battlefield 3 was... But it was, it was good, it though. It was really good. 3 was Because good. it was just like... Uh, it definitely... I mean, I had some issues at the launch. Like, so a few technical issues. But they patched them up really fast. And uh, it was a good game. It was just made well. That just had good content. And it was just like, here's a game. You buy the game. You get the game. And you can buy more content if you want, but you you just yeah. have the game, you know, and it's and it's the game. It's a it's good game. It's not like some service yeah. that you're paying for and stuff. 
Yeah, they're they're trying to make these things more economical, I think. So they, they put out them faster, little releases, which is really cheap, all downloaded, no more discs, mm-hmm. really easy distribution. And then also the thing that make it really cheap, I think, um, oh, I forgot what it was. But, oh, uh, trying to share all the engines, just try to take the engine from one yeah. game, try to reskin it a little <laughs> bit. That's how software is, is when you write like a big program and then you have to write another program, you just try to use the old program to write the new program. Like you try to take all the abstraction here, but then when in games you end up with like the same experience mm-hmm. and then you just feel like you're getting the same thing over and over. I feel like people want new things when they do games and they want like big releases. They don't want like little release and like sharing stuff. They're They're writing games like it's like it's a, you know, like it's just a program. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like a bunch of engineers became product managers and ruined Battlefield. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Alright, after that, I mean, we gotta play Battlefield now. Just yeah, we gotta play Battlefield. To <laughs> we always play games that are popular. Alright, man. I think, I think we did it this I time. Think we did. Do it. We got it. <laughs> New North Korean dictator. Uh, we'll announce it on the next week. <laughs> Look out for that. Keep an eye out. <laughs>